0: So the big question is this, how can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag RunPainFreePodcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Legio gives you the answers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Run Pain-Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, and this podcast is brought to you by the 2020 Run Pain-Free Marathon Training Summit, the virtual conference of runners and marathoners all around the world. And this summit will take place from August 25th through August 27th virtual conference meeting of experts that is what this is it is not a training of marathons it is a virtual conference guys marathontrainingsummit.com it is for you to get strong mind body performance for 2021 that's what this is about so go get your ticket marathontrainingsummit.com because this is the prelude to the interview presentation of yours truly me. We're talking injury prevention and correction during marathon training. So in my interview with myself, I'm teaching you all about injury correction. And so what we go over is what is injury correction? I talk about what it actually is because it's very specifically not rehab. It is not a band-aid, it is correction. And if you don't follow us, subscribe to the Run Pain Free Podcast.com and go follow us so you can know exactly what I'm talking about. Our lives, our posts, all of our stuff at the academy, everything is about correction and injuries and prevention and making sure you're athletically sound to be a runner and athlete. Also, we talk how to avoid deferring marathons by not running in pain all the time and all that good stuff. What does, do, what does correction do in terms of work? How does it work? What is the whole encompassing idea of correction? Movement patterns. What are we talking about with movement patterns? Functional movement comes into play here, which we talked about with the Grey Cook. God, I love that guy. Working out as a runner. What workouts hurt runners most? We talk about that. This is a lot, and if you know me, you know I like to over-deliver and give a lot of meat, so there's a lot of stuff on this interview that I'm having here. Sports-specific training we go into. After talking about what workouts hurt runners the most, we go into sports-specific training. After all of that, we talk tape, shots, braces, and stability sneakers. And we go over specific injuries in this interview that I have with myself. <laughs> so when we're talking about what injury correction is, we really are explaining what it does what the difference is between correcting something and band-aiding something, rehabbing something. And it's not a shade or a slight to any other profession. It's not because every profession is good at very specific things. When it comes to sports, biomechanics, injuries, that's us. We correct the injury. We go to the root of the injury. And there are very specific things we've been saying here at Run Pain-Free for over the past... 14 years that are all of a sudden being talked about um, very specifically to words that we use here at the Run Pain-Free Academy and Run Pain-Free. And we are the leaders in finding the root of the injury in terms of correcting it and then athletically conditioning it. it is a very specific system, a very specific approach that we bring in functional movement. We bring in master training. We bring in biomechanics. We bring in how the body works in complete dysfunction, which is dance, by the way. We bring that in. We bring in nutrition. We bring bring in sleep we bring in all of these things and that is our system here so we talk about correction we correct the whole gamut because we can't correct what's painting you if you don't correct what's causing it and by doing that we have to backtrack the whole thing that's why we are experts in what we do we take time and actually dig to figure it out that's actual correction so this is a system this is a program this is not just a one-off thing. Correction takes time, but there is a real thing that we stand by called stronger after injury. That's a real thing. Any run pain-free runner who's been through the program and completed it will tell you so. So that's why we take a runner who wants to just do a 5k without pain and they become a triathlete or they become an Ironman or an ultra marathoner. That happens common with us. So that's because when you feel secure in your body and you trust your body and you feel strong, you actually do things you never thought you could do before beyond just running pain-free, get it? That's the whole point. So that's what correction really is. How you avoid deferring, well, we talk about that. Well, if you're not getting injured, it's easy to not defer, right? So it's all about how you're addressing your aches and pains and how you're athletically conditioning yourself. And that's how we go over the whole first part of the interview or class, if you want, if you will, is about that prevention, paying attention to your body, what your body is saying to you, understanding what your body is saying to you, and how we actually teach you and guide you to do that, specifically through constant feedback, staying in the sport. One of the biggest reasons people come to us is because we don't take you out of the said sport that's your, that you're injured in because we won't get any feedback if we don't have you doing it at the same time. So we are very invested. We are very 24-7 here with the Academy and with our correction program. So we can actually fix you. <laughs> it takes that level of dedication, time, and effort, and that's what we do here, which is why we are so invested in our people and why we do things like the Marathon Training Summit to give you expert advice so we can actually help you be the strong athlete you really are meant to be and reach your fullest potential as an athlete. Marathon Training MarathonTrainingSummit.com. Go get your ticket while I continue to chat. So moving on from that, we talk about what working out as a runner is what does that mean and we go through that we talk about track and field we talk about long distance running and in the actual interview we need to go look at it i actually put up a side by side descriptively very specific people you know as a runner you know these people that i have up side by side to show the difference in those two sports and i go into detail in a science way how those are very different and then why what workouts hurt runners the most? And we talk about that. I'm very openly about speed work is not for long distance, but I get into the detail of why. You'll also hear many other experts in the Marathon Training Summit talking about this as well. So also, we all think very similarly, which I loved about the summit. Personally, that was something I actually took away from this. I loved it. And specialty respects specialty, so I really love that. Also, from that, what... From going from what the workouts are that hurt you the most, we go into the sport-specific training. So sport-specific training is real. Uh, A football player specifically works out for football, not only for football, but then for their actual position. A linebacker and a quarterback are not going to work out the same way. A cornerback and a running back don't work out the same way, believe it or not. They really don't. So everybody has to, it goes into the sport and then individually into the sport what they're going to do. So that may lend to you why track and field and long distance running kind of get an umbrella idea and training, but it's not. It's from heavily lack of education among leaders in that that think that just because they're uh, coaching track and field, that translates to long distance, but it actually doesn't. And there's a reason why there's 80% of runners are injured. 80%. No other sport has such a high rate of injury, which is why running has such a bad rep. By most doctors, you'd go to a doctor and they say, oh, stop running. There's a reason why they're saying that. It's because 80% of runners are injured. But the reason y'all are injured is because you're getting led by people who don't have education in anatomy and physiology. They definitely don't know how to personally train. A personal trainer is a very high value, okay? Do not underestimate a personal trainer, especially someone from Equinox who has real education behind it. So that is a, a running coach doesn't necessarily have to have any of those things to be a run coach track and field long distance running coach is different than a track and field coach it's very different so but it's very easy for someone to say hey it's all running they all train the same no way would you go into a football practice and say quarterback and linebackers line up for training that would never happen so if you get the idea if you know that a quarterback and a linebacker would never train the same you need to apply that same respect to a track and field runner and a long distance runner it's not the same it's very different. They're two different sports, literally. Let alone uh, the the again, it's it's a narrative that it's all running, but in actuality, those are very two different sports. Not even not even under the same umbrella. They're not. But it's just how it's looked at. So in this, I come from that specific part where it's they're very different, and you need to address them differently. Stop it. Stop this. 80% of runners that are injured. Our mission here is to get rid of that number. Here at Run Pain-Free Academy. Get rid of that number because it's way too friggin' high. And I don't believe, being working in athletics and I've worked with, with pros and semi-pros, I don't know anybody who would know that there's an 80% injury rate and then sign on to do that for life and then hope that you're not mangled by the time you're in your 30s and 40s for your, the rest of your life to like walk around properly. Nobody would sign on for that. No one. And the professional runners on the Marathon Training Summit, go get your ticket, Um they don't feel that way about running. They're very healthy, they're strong. They have their injuries here and there, but they actually know how to address them and they work through it in a very specific way and they don't do speed work. <laughs> so there's very specific things when you're doing, when you're talking about sport-specific training. A long-distance runner has very specific training. That's how we train our runners here at Run Pain-Free Academy. So once you go through correction and you're corrected and you're strong, the t- we are also athletically excuse me, conditioning you throughout that time. And then the more we get towards the corrected phase, the more we can load those now sound movement patterns, those functional movement patterns, those athletic patterns can now be really niched down and fairly focused on. And so we ethically condition you and move you along and progress you. And that's why a 5k runner becomes an ultra marathoner. That's why. So we've had people come in, beginner runners that BQ in two years. That's, and that's not because, and, and, and then I'll be honest with you. There's people that I didn't even train specifically to BQ that just bq It's just, it's just what happens when you're training the body properly, when you're following and respecting your sport and training for that sport and you're conditioning your body for that sport that becomes an efficient athlete, an efficient long distance runner. That's the power of run pain-free. So from there, we go on to what most of all these runners do that are 80% injured, and that's the tapes and the shots and the braces and the stability sneakers. And I have a plethora of podcasts and masterclasses about all of these things that I despise. Despise. I'm known to rip tape off of you at, at a marathon. I'll rip your sleeves down at a marathon. I've had shots myself. I'll get into myself in a second shots I consider like nearly poison uh, for what I have to deal with with people that actually get them. I can't count how many times someone gets a shot and I get a phone call and they literally say, I feel like poison is in me I'm in a lot of pain. What do I do? And I've had to physically manually work on the area to maneuver and move everything around so that the pain would subside and then wait for it to dissipate so that we can actually get back, get the thing to work. There's a lot of downsides with it. And I go over all of this in the in the class and in the interview in depth that i'm not going to get into here because if you listen to any of my podcasts you know it's very easy for me to go off and i'm not going to do that you can go on over to marathontrainingsummit.com and get your ticket and figure that out and then of course we go over high high known injuries so we go over plantar fasciitis we go over stress fractures and fractures and the difference between the two because that's also something people talk about incorrectly which is quite annoying um So all of those things we do go over in this class and we go over, this is literally how you get through the marathon without injuries and able to address any aches and pains along the way. Because I don't know who told you you're going to train for any athletic event and not feel aches and pains. That is complete hogwash. That's not going to happen. That's unrealistic. How you address them, that's what changes you. How you uh, correct them, that's what changes you. But if you, and if you don't do those things, then you become injured, and then you defer races, and then you're angry and annoyed. No. How you come through the training is being aware of your body, understanding what your body needs, pulling back when you need to pull back, address what you need to address, and then get back on it, and you're actually stronger for it, and you can progress faster into the training season so that when you actually come race day, you're not overtrained, You're not under-trained, you're not in pain, you're not deferring, or you're not all taped up, wrapped up, and souped up on everything under the sun so you can get through the race and then feel like complete crap at the end of the race if you even make it that far and you don't drop out. That's what we are doing here. So this class literally takes you through training physically through the the marathon training season, if you will, and takes you from soup to nuts on how to actually get through it properly, healthily, to enjoy your race event. That's what this one is about. That's what this one is about. So why am I capable to talk about this? Well, I'm assuming you haven't listened to anything by me yet, (laughs) but I am a sports biomechanics, athletic corrective conditioning expert. I have over 80,000 hours in injury correction alone, and not only am I that, but I'm actually a product of what I do. I was hit by a truck as a pedestrian, and I have injuries head to toe. I broke my hip, not a stress fracture, that's an actual fracture, a complete sever. I broke my hip, and I chipped off the top of my right femur where my hip and my femur connect, so there was a complete disconnect there and I did not have any surgery, I need to sidebar that. I had a separated shoulder, shoulder impingement, my collarbone shifted up, I had complete SI joint dysfunction, all five lumbar discs were and are hugely bulging right now. I had lost all of my T-spine mobility, I had no ability to twist or turn my head right to left, and I sprained both knees, if that's not enough for you. So to this day, i not have had one person worse than I was. I was in pain for over a year and a half as a top trainer at Equinox at the time and also a functional movement specialist at, at the time. A hand-picked out of 25 people. I was a part of a very special group that was trained by leaders in FMS to see if FMS would work on regular people because it was made for athletes. And I was already that when I got hit by this truck. I went through a doctor and I had 51 MRIs. I actually was also working in physical therapy at the time. Sidebar, your girl worked in physical therapy. I was a physical therapist aide, and all of the doctors there gave me references to go into physical therapy school and I declined because I actually wanted to fix people and not just band-aid things. So at the time I had all this access to all these doctors and nobody could fix me. No one, no one, I literally was looked at and the doctor looked at me and said, Jessica, I have no idea where your pain is coming from and that is the most deflating I've ever felt it even just saying it sometimes when I remember it, it it can make me emotional because of how I remember how I felt in that moment and when a doctor looks at you and says they have no idea what to do to help you and you're in that much pain and you're literal, your livelihood is physical like my job was to be physical I didn't sit at a desk So at this point, what am I supposed to do if a doctor can't help me? And so I was wearing pain patches and hiding it at work every day. I didn't want anybody to know how much pain I was in. I would go into the bathroom in between sessions and I would cry. And then I would purposefully pack myself from 5.30 in the morning until last session able at night so I didn't have to sit down because sitting down hurt me more than anything. So I would purposefully work myself to the bone because I just didn't want to not move. Not moving hurt, so I always wanted to keep moving. And then finally, my training partner said, let's just say, let's just see if what we know actually would help. And I got on the floor and did a couple of FMS things. And immediately we realized that my pain wasn't coming from my back. It was actually coming from my hip and it was referring to my back. And at that moment I went into very very high, high level correction, two hours a day, four to five days a week. And within four months I had 80% of my range of motion back. And became a go-to for injury correction. My training partner and I were then go-tos for injury correction for Equinox. I was used as a dummy basically for the trainers to learn how to understand movement patterns and pain because being a dancer since I was three and a teacher by the age I was 12 and a choreographer, I really already had a very great understanding of biomechanics. You can't choreograph without knowing how the body moves. So Having that experience coupled with being hit by the truck and being in pain and then going through correction really gave me a lot of edge on how to explain what I felt, where I felt it when I made one slight movement in my body. And so we became go-tos for teaching and mentoring trainers on how to actually find patterns that were dysfunctional and then how to correct them. And then I was after that, I actually trained with Lee Burton himself in a special workshop for Equinox it is now considered level two, then it wasn't even considered that yet because it was still early in the game, it was back 2007-2008 and I was able to thank him personally for the system that combining with how I naturally trained functionally with my dance background and my, my training background really corrected me and gave me my life back and in that moment he made me a national expert for functional movement systems and from that day on I have pretty much just dedicated my entire career to fixing people because I know what it was to not have the help of getting somebody to dig for me and basically just got given up on. I was in my last MRI of my of my um, back and my hip, the last MRI and the radiologist stopped the machine and came out and he said, I need to show you something. And I, I, he goes, am I supposed to do this, but I want to show you. And he said, your psoas is so overdeveloped that it saved your back from breaking. And he had said he had never seen a psoas so developed in his 30 years there, he was about to retire. I guess, I guess comparatively to my size, my, as my height and whatever, I'm assuming that's what he meant, but that's what he said. And he said, it saved me from breaking my back because as a dancer, you train your psoas in mobility, whereas a runner, you train it isometrically. Um, sitting it's built sitting it's built as a biker you're you're building it isometrically so a lot different so because I was hit from the back without knowing the truck was coming I wasn't I was vulnerable to it so I completely folded where I didn't have a chance to tense up and so because my body my back I actually was known in dance for my back extension so my back had the mobility to to bend and so I broke my hip and not my back, thank God. <laughs> uh, there's always a positive <laughs> in these things. And then a year into my correction, then my back pain started. So my back pain was referring from my hip. So once you corrected my hip, I didn't feel back pain. And then the back pain started a year later. And that's pain you don't know unless you've ever had it. <laughs> and so when my back went out on a subway at 6 a.m., and this is when I was already a fitness expert for Beachbody at the time, I knew I needed to figure out well, was something wrong with my, I needed to get an image of my back because it went out on the subway at 6 a.m. And so I went to an MRI and in, the, in that MRI, the radiologist actually stopped the machine halfway through, came into the room and said, are you aware that all of your lumbar discs are hugely bulging right now? And I said, yes but no and thank you for telling me that he's like i've i've never seen them bulging this bad and i had to check on you because are you in pain with the position i have you and i said yes i am could you please hurry this along and he said yeah I'll, I'll try to And he tried to fix me and maneuver me and the reason why that was significant is because i had recently gone to a back specialist at a hospital a very well-known hospital here in new york city after my back went out and the doctor told me that my pain was in my head and to go read a book refused an MRI, refused any imaging of any sort, and set me on my way, and uh, so when I got this MRI for something else, and this was found, um, I knew then that I knew a lot more than I was giving myself credit for, and I then catapulted myself even further into injury correction at that point, so this is why I come from a very personal place, I'm so vested in this, I take the time, I dig... Uh, I have found kidney failure in a client's work because of their logging and, and, and nutrition logs because I dig. So I do this, I do for people what was never done for me and that's why we are outliers in this industry, that's why we are known in this industry, that's why people follow us in this industry and I'm very proud of that work and I'm very proud for what we stand on here. That is why I am an actual expert and why I like to speak to experts who not only have studied it, but have actually experienced it. So I'm not only a product of what I do, I'm an actual studied expert and product of what I do. (laughs) And that's why uh, you have Run Pain-Free Academy with what it's doing right now and bringing all these experts into the table to have an athletic conversation and help people reach their fullest potential athletically because it is possible. I actually became a long distance runner after my accident. I found an affinity for running because of it. At the end of my correction, when I was at the tail end of it, and I was able to like, you know, work out again and dance again a little bit, cause I had stopped dancing as well for a couple of years, afraid not being able to do that again. I, on a dare was said, you know, go run straight for seven days. And on the seventh day I was completely hooked because my back had never felt better. And at that point I study I research medical journals for fun. It's like, it's what I like to do. And back in 2011, I found out from my research, I wanted to research why my back felt better after running. And I found out that the doctors in the UK were prescribing running for their back patients instead of surgery. And I totally understood why. And then read deeply into those studies and what they found and Um, It became an affinity for me for running. I had never felt better. And it was the final piece to the puzzle of my correction. I had ran short distances, you know, two, three miles here and there in conjunction with training and like working out and dancing and all that stuff. And I was a competitive cheerleader and all that, but never long distance. That happened after my correction. So when we say stronger after injury, we actually mean it. With data. So that is what the interview and the classes from yours truly on the Marathon Training Summit. I hope you go get your ticket right now. If you don't, you're gonna miss out and you're gonna start 2021 in agony that you don't have to. You could be so much stronger mind, body, performance, injury, everything you're thinking of, nutrition, everything you're thinking of, even your sleep. It's all could be so much better if you just get the summit.com. Go there right now and go get your ticket. It is a virtual conference of experts who have gone through everything and shared with you what their own specific affinity is for running, why they run, and how they are using their expertise for running. And they're really giving you so many tips and tricks and understanding so that you get a whole encompassing idea on how to make your body better from cardiology to run to iron to olympians to special olympics we've just covered everything from sleeping to sports psychology to depression everything under the sun we've really covered it the history of running needs to be respected and this is exactly what the summit does so i hope you all go listen to my interview along with everybody else's marathon training summit.com have a dope week thank you You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.